2: Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are
3: here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready,
2: ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. Ooh, We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community, and I always find it to be a treat and a treasure, per usual. I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas.
0: My utmost for his flyest, Hallie. How are you? (laughs) That
2: is so awesome. I'm blessed. How about you?
0: Well, Hallie, I had a great weekend with my teens who come to Climax. We did our annual clothing drive. Oh, cool. Which is just a really important time where teens who have clothes that they've either outgrown or just not in style anymore, uh, you know, not this season style, they can bring those in and donate them to families who are in need. That's so cool. It was so heartwarming, Hallie. We had about 500 families come in, and, you know, they're wearing what I would consider pretty basic stuff. Sure. And then they leave, and Hallie, it really warms your heart when you just see, you know, these families just kitted out with, you know, Supreme, Golf, Nike, Skims, Lululemon, Fenty, just amazing stuff, and you look at them and you're going, they don't look poor to me.
2: That is
0: awesome. It was really, really great. Ah
2: that just really shows us how good God is. It, it really, really does. does.
0: You know, I am upset, though, right now. Oh, I'm no. not sure if you've been following the whole M&M controversy.
2: Oh, of course I have. I mean, our country's in danger.
0: Really? And, you know, as these candy companies... Uh, They're basically just using candy and making candy as gay as possible. And that is problematic. And it's something that I've been telling all my kids, hey, don't really be checking the candy that you're eating because the candy could be gay. Well, Hallie, today was no different. Of course, we had all stopped eating M&Ms because they're all gay. And today, look at this. Uh, oh, I bought this bag of Gummy Bear Candies. Uh huh. Gummy Bear. Yeah, Gummy Bears. You see these here. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, Hallie, I opened them up and these these aren't bears. What is L- it? Look at the shape of this one. Oh, <gasps> I know.
2: That's a penis. It's a blue horsey. Oh. I
0: mean, well, yeah. I don't want to say the P word, but you know what I mean. We call it. We call it your horsey in in Australia.
2: I think you can say penis because it's like a medical term. Well, I don't want to
0: say that. Oh, okay. And so I'm going, guys, they've basically put these blue horsies in the the bags of gummy bears so that all we're doing is experimenting with putting them in our mouths. And I just think that is sick.
2: Yeah, they're trying to get kids to learn how to put penises in their mouths.
0: Right. Uh, And honestly, this blue
2: one... That looks like it has the full, like you know, what comes at the back of the penis, you know, at the bottom. Oh, it has the, everything. It has all the details, doesn't it? That's testicles or gonads, I guess uh, you would say medically. It's, it's a gonad going into a the shaft stones, of a penis. The whole thing. Wow. So yeah, horsey, huh? I should be careful and know that if I'm around an Australian, not to talk about you know horses the way I normally would. Right.
0: Well, we you know we have different names for things, Hallie. But well, do you I mean, have
2: other? Like what are other names in Australia for penis? I should be careful.
0: Uh well, we call it the mischievous boy. Okay. Um, the old bones and stones, as I said. Okay. Cyclops. Oh wow. I guess that's obvious. Uh Carl Sagan. Mm.
2: Carl Sagan. R-
0: yeah. Uh yeah, Todd Dodger. Yeah. Rue Candle. Oh. <laughs> Jack of Clubs. Uh um yeah. Jim Jeffries. Uh um, Time Out Chicken. Mm-hmm risky Roger.
2: okay oh,
0: we've got a lot of names for it but we just don't say the p-word very much
2: ah got it okay good to know
0: wow so we got to be careful hallie because yeah. it's indoctrination via one of the most obvious things that kids want to eat and now they're putting this in their mouths
2: yep they're it, they're trying to uh this is a, a miseducation of our kids let me see this
0: it's just sick
2: yeah, it's an outrage, and we're under attack. And you know, as soon as you normalize that there are penises, you know, I just hope the rapture happens. To be honest, but well, are you going to eat these? Because I could no, take them throw off my hands. You know, this says Har- Haribo Gold Bears. Oh, great! It's a limited time party hat shape. What? It's a party hat. Limited time party hats. I guess it's a party hat. Look, it's not a penis.
0: The blue ones. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Look. no, that's what they want you to think, Hallie. It's like Monster Energy doesn't want you to think that it says 666, but it does.
2: Oh, so that's what they think a guy has in his pants is a party hat to right. trying to make it seem harmless. Well,
0: wow. yeah, I, I don't want to be eating bears along with a couple of blue Brisbane beans. Wow. Well, that's wow. another word for it.
2: Looks like I have to boycott gummy bears. I mean, we really are. We got to be just... A, There's got to be nothing left. We're just a blink of an eye from the t- tribulation. Yeah. Can't even eat gummy bears anymore. How was your week, Hallie? Oh, you know what? I wanted to tell you, because you're a guy and you might like this. I got a gift for Lance. Uh, My husband, Lance Labont. Oh, yeah. That is a Bible-based gift, and it's also kind of comedic, which I think, you know, everyone would really like. But have you ever seen, well, speaking of party hats, have you ever seen, um, in the same way that blue uh, party hat candy had not just the, you know, branch, but the, what do you, you know, the, the, Uh, I guess you can call them testicles. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. We don't say that either, but go on.
2: Okay. Well, um, have you ever seen those big, long swinging testicles that people hang on the back of their uh, big trucks? Oh, truck
0: nuts. Yeah, I have some. Hilarious. This is so great.
2: Well, you're going to love this because Better Than Truck Nuts is a new company I just heard about that I'm so excited about called Ecclesiasticals. Okay. And it's based on Ecclesiastes 3. You know, Ecclesiastes three for everything. There is a season, Season, there's time to mourn, a time to weep, a time to reap, and a time to sow, a time, and all the, you know, the song, turn, turn, turn. Well, um, there is a time when a guy has to stand up and be a man. Uh, And when you put ecclesiasticals on the back of your car, uh, I'm going to put them on the back of... Lance's copper colored aztec. Wouldn't That'd, that look cool? That
0: would look cool. So <laughs> how do they how, how do ecclesiastics differ from the truck nuts?
2: Well, they've got verses printed on them. Oh, I see. Bible verses. And also, you know, my husband, Lance Lebon he's really into the idea. You know, the, the whole, I haven't read the book, but I've heard of it. The Jesus and John Wayne idea that Jesus was a manly man. Right. You know Muscular what I mean? Muscular
0: Christianity.
2: Muscular. He was like a cowboy. He was a good old boy. He had dust on his boots. He had biceps in his sleeves. He had ecclesiasticals in his pants. And he was a X and a Y chromosome. I'm trying to think of every other thing that makes a man a man. What does make a man?
0: I, You know, something else, Hallie, uh, that I found is ever since I got my truck nuts. And, you know, that is funny and fun. It's totally different than Harry Bauer, like putting summer sausages in your gummy bears. Right. That's different. That's grooming. That is indoctrination. What we're doing We're just saying this is kind of a cute, funny thing. But I've also noticed, Hallie, that if you've got truck nuts on your car, my insurance went down because the instances of people running into the back of your car just go to zero.
2: That's awesome. Nobody wants
0: to mess with you. They don't want to tread on you. You can also put that on the back of your car. Don't tread on me. Oh, I
2: do have one of those on my Lexus. Me too.
0: I never really know what it means, but I I just like the symbol of it.
2: I wish there was a female equivalent to ecclesiasticals and truck nuts because honestly, in my Lexus, you know, I would like to not be getting rear-ended all the time.
0: Well, you could always drive a Volvo.
2: Oh, because then that would be like having a Volvo back no, there? No, Hallie. Sick.
0: It's just the safest car.
2: Yeah, but Volvos are German and I only drive American.
0: Oh, good point.
4: Hey.
2: Just like Jesus turned water to wine, our guest today sort of reverses that blessing to bring us God-honoring libations and mocktails at our wonderful Twin Hills uh, Dry Bar, I guess you call it, Be of Good Cheers. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to one of my favorite humans on the planet, Mr. Trevor Fox. How you feeling today, my friend?
3: Oh, Hallie, it's such a pleasure to be here, and the feeling is mutual. Right back at you, you are absolutely one of my favorite humans. Hi, Gray, how are you doing?
0: Trevor, I want to talk to you about this amazing concept you've come up with, which is, and let me see if I've got this right, you have started a bar inside our church. Isn't that right?
3: That's absolutely correct, Gray. And you know, a lot of people have, you know, come to me and ask me how I came up with such a creative, artistic, even almost genius, out-of-the-box idea, you know? And yeah, I got to give, you know, all glory to Him at the highest, you know what I mean? Uh, This idea... It it came to me in a dream, believe it or not, it really
0: did. Really, that's right. Amazing!
2: Wow, just like uh, Joseph and his dream coat, and in in interpreting the Pharaoh's dreams, God dreamed this dry bar right into the Twin Hills existence.
3: You know, it was meant to be, and I, I, I I'm not trying to you know put too much you know flowers on me, but I I just feel very blessed to be the guy ushering in such a such a wonderful place where all of the great children here can come together and, and fellowship.
0: So what was, what was the dream?
3: I'm so glad you asked gray. So in this dream, I was in a, a den of darkness, you know, it was a bar, a regular bar. Oh no. And I, you know, loud heathen music was playing and Uh, cigarette smoke uh, was filling the air, you know, women dancing on the tables. (gasps) Oh no i know and then in an instant i didn't change locations but everything got brighter and cleaner and the music changed to some really cool christian rock and everyone was cleaner and hugging and i realized that it's not the bar that's bad it's the alcohol that's bad.
0: Ah, uh-huh. oh, the intoxication. So true. Yeah. It's not the place. It's what people were doing and buying and and, and bringing to the place. Well, I guess you can't bring it's, anything into a, a bar. Yeah, right no now.
2: outside food and bath. Okay.
0: Yeah, really yeah.
3: strict rules about that. It's actually against the law uh, to bring alcohol into a bar. Yeah. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah,
2: or to carry it out,
3: right? You can't That's right. Yeah. That out, That's it? right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and so you came up with this idea of a dry bar inside a church, meaning you're not serving alcohol, but you're giving this amazing fellowship experience to Christians who might want to hang out with other Christians in a social fun setting but you really don't need alcohol to have fun do you and to and to worship Yep, yep, yep
3: that's right that's right because what do people love about bars they love fancy drinks they love hanging out with their friends they like meeting new people you know it's a great place to maybe find your future better half gray i know you're on the market still. Maybe you can oh, yeah, buy He is an right
2: eligible badge. Yeah, uh-huh.
3: But it's a great place for all those sorts of things, you know. But what we've done is we've removed the sin and the temptation of the sin. Because a lot of people told me, why don't you just go to a regular bar and not drink? <laughs> That's not possible. That's literally impossible. Yeah,
2: that's like going to a strip club and not seeing a naked gal. Now, here goes the thing, though. Uh, Isn't the thing that most people are doing in bars? I mean, of course, you probably have the occasional, you know, well-meaning person there to to maybe meet someone because they're lonely or something. But I guess my impression of most bars is that what people were doing was going in there with some of these knockout pills, drugging people's drinks and dragging their lifeless bodies out of there to have their way with them. Is that, you know, that's pretty prevalent, right?
3: I, in the in the real world, Hallie, it happens. I would probably say sixty to seventy percent of the time if you go into a really? bar. That's yeah, really? I think so.
2: Wow, that's no joke.
3: Which is another reason why, you know, be of good cheers is is so none of our none of our guests are doing any anything like that.
0: I love that name. Be of good cheers. That is such a great name for a, a for a dry bar. I want to ask you. You know, how do you know? How do you know so much about bars? I mean, was that something that you, you you knew before you you started this awesome awesome mm. dry bar? Yeah.
3: Well, Gray, I'm trying to put the past behind me. Uh, keeps getting pulled back in along. We okay, can never truly escape it, I guess. But yeah. no, that's okay. I just uh, uh, I did used to be. An actual bartender in oh, an actual oh. bar. The the, dr- yeah. The dream I mentioned before <clears throat> actually had taken place during one of my shifts when I had uh, passed out on the bar. Oh, uh, that's when I had my dream.
0: Yeah. Oh, because you were drinking as a bartender.
3: Oh, sure. You know. I'm a pretty friendly guy. People like talking to me and it's, you know, so they buy me a drink or two or three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or 10 or 11 or 12 or 13 or 14 or 15, you know, and and after 15 yeah, or six, yeah, yeah, yeah lights out after that. So
2: Holy smokes. That's probably why they say drug dealers shouldn't try their own product. And, uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot of insidious products out there on the market that sneakily have alcohol in them. And you wouldn't even know until I became a mom. I, I had to smack some kombucha right out of my daughter's hand the other day because I said I think there's some kind of fermentation process going on there. You got your cough syrups. You got your bitters. You know, alcohol can show up everywhere because the devil is Sneaky.
0: It is so true, Hallie. I mean, the only time—and I've never had alcohol—but I have been drunk one time. What? And I know, and it—and it happened oh, to me no. similar. I basically got punked by you know my two stupid little cousins at a wedding. Oh no, um, Gillis and Brando, and the you know the ages of six and age of nine. And they're these little outback, they're basically feral children, and they had gotten this nasty little paws on some brummy Shine. Oh. And I don't know if you know what that is, no. but it, it's a toilet bowl cleaner that you specifically use for IVs. Oh, no. And they live in an IV, so they had access uh, to it, uh. even though it was under some kind of lock and key, but my, you know, the, <clears throat> long story short, but that side of the family, we don't really talk to. But they uh, handed me a cup full of what they said was lemonade. OK. And of course, I'm thinking, hey, they've peed in a cup. I'm not going to yep. drink that. But then yep. I smelled it and it smelled good. Oh. And it ended up being Brummy Shine. And I drank this stuff and I just went absolutely crazy, Hallie. I mean, it made me do things that I don't ever want to really remember. So I've been there you know, I, I just, it's, it's something I carry with me and I don't like it when people, uh, drag it back into the light. Um, and so I've just, you know, i I put it at the foot of the cross because I had to uh, because was my t- sh- my stupid well, just idiot little. It's
2: covered in the cousins. blood. Yeah, and you and you didn't mean to, and you know intention matters, you know, and and God knows your heart. But I mean, were, were you blacked out? Do you know what happened? I mean, do we know that you've saved yourself, indeed, for marriage?
0: Well, I, I here's the thing, Hallie. Is it actually made me way more alert? Okay, so I was, oh. but I still couldn't control myself okay. so um, <gasps> you know it made me physically do things I, I kept trying to pick up things that were clearly like that I, I would say you know Bolt give me the, the heavy, heaviest thing possible okay. a car right I mean it was a golf cart in this instance I turned over a bunch of golf carts because they were it was a, a golf wedding um, I I was like how far do you think I can hit this golf ball I hit a golf ball and it hit my grand in a temple um, uh, that that was bad and um, she's fine. Well, she was <clears throat> fine. She lost verbal for a, a while, and then um, you know, just uh, the more I drank the the uh, the shine, the more stuff I wanted to to oh. physically try to do. I see. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, ladies, I would try to pick up ladies and I don't mean in the sex way. I mean, I would literally try to pick, I tried to pick up the largest lady at the party okay. and I did easily.
2: Oh, really? Lift um, her over your head or right, what do you do? Yeah. Di- yeah. Well, I, wow. I
0: lifted her up and I threw her actually because I was like, how, how far do you think I can throw her? And I, and I, it was further than anyone thought I could. Like shot put. It, right. And she was wow. the bride and that was oh, wow. a, sad, a sad thing for her wedding day and I, th- you know, I have to come to grips with that. So I don't really like to talk about it but but. it
2: might have been a way to show off more angles of the dress I feel like you always want the full like you know you want to say rotate and let's see the whole train and everything I mean if you got her airborne when she's in
0: the air luckily they got a few great shots and it looks like she's in, on, underwater you know yeah i know what you mean. and yeah. um but it was me throwing her very high above my head and she's six six uh you know just a very very well built lady and i just you know tossed her like she was nothing like a muffin
3: thank you so much for sharing that greg i could tell how painful it was for you to talk about it
0: i um, don't like to talk about really... it i really don't like to talk about it but you know tell. the brummy shine just made me i mean some people say it's Liquid methamphetamine is, uh. is, is is sort of what it is.
3: It's actually banned over here in America. Is I've it? heard of rummage shine okay. before. Yeah, it's got. Pretty high street value, actually. If you're able to smuggle any back, you can turn a good profit for it. Yeah.
2: Oh, you, wha- well, it sounds like you kept hitting the Brahmi shine. Is it the type of well, thing they, where then you don't
0: know even what you're doing? Oh, no, Hallie. It's like alcohol where people put it in front of you and you're having a great time, even though no one around you is. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's, it's so, so fun. fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really great. Really? Yeah, it's the best. Mm -hmm.
2: I've always wondered, does drunkenness feel like, because I've never consumed a bit of alcohol in my life, and I've always wondered what drunkenness feels like. Do you feel like you're in a dream, like you're falling asleep, like you're somebody else? I just can't even wrap my head around it. And I always wondered why with booze, we call it drunk, but with drugs, we call it high. What's the difference between drunk and high?
3: Well, Hallie, when you're drunk, you feel you start like you feel like a superhero and everything is amazing and you're just the most confident and you feel like you can punch through a brick wall and like gray said you can hoist up that a large woman and throw her and that and then but it but it slowly drug drugs drunks you down so by the end of it then you feel like oh no i i actually now that i'm thinking about it maybe it's just because drunk is a play on the word drink
0: Oh, oh yep. that might be, that I might be I bet that's it. I bet that is it. I bet, I bet that's that is it. it. And I did punch a brick wall as well when I was on, when I was on drunk, when I was on drinks, you know.
3: Wow. You're on drinks, you know. Do you do much martial art?
0: I, I, not until that day, not until that day. And then I realized I have a natural capacity for it. I, I sort of inherently knew how to do it.
3: Well, you definitely have the body for it just looking at you.
0: Oh, thank you. I do want to ask you, Trevor. Um, what was the bar that you were working at when you when you had the dream?
3: Oh, it was just one of the darkest places in Indiana. Just really a real a real den of sin, a really dark and dingy place. It's a uh, TGI, uh, TGI
0: Fridays is what uh, they
2: call it. Wow. Well, God's in the name. So, you know, he was just so- slowly scooting you in the right direction. If you ask that's me. That's right.
0: I mean, it's mm-hmm. the, it's not called TGI Sundays for a reason. Well, and I know that's it's just exactly it. sick, mm-hmm. you, know? Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes I think, you know, I read something on one of my websites that it's actually owned by the Mus- Muslim Brotherhood.
2: Is that right? That is... Wow. That's worrisome. It's really worrisome. And, you know, speaking of Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, I often uh, feel like... Our sinful nature, it, it, it pulls us, it deceives us into believing that we want to have fun and pleasure in life, and I i feel like people use the calendar itself as almost like a little uh, a, a sin boomerang, like Friday comes and you know you're going to go out, you're going to maybe drug someone and pull their lifeless body to your car or some such, and then, because you know what? You know you're going to be sitting at church on Sunday, and you know that you can go in and and that it's covered in the blood and that. Jesus died on the cross for that very thing you did that very Friday night, whatever it may have been. Um, you know, maybe you buried someone in a shallow grave. Maybe you burned someone with chemicals in, in, a, in a big uh
0: I did that actually. Is that, that was another right? Thing I did, yeah. I f- I'm just remembering it now. Is actually is they they were like, could you pick up all this chlorine? I was by the pool at the golf club, and they were there were huge buckets of chlorine, and they were like, could you pick that up? And I said, uh, yeah. Oh, actually, no one asked me that. They said, don't pick that up. And I was like, I bet I can pick that up, and I did pick it up, and then I threw it at mm. my cousins, uh, Gillis and Brando, and um, well, put it this way, Brando lived up to his name because he got he got pretty bad chemical burns when, oh, I, I, when right? I threw the giant oh, basically no. threw a giant barrel of chlorine at, at that little idiot
3: at the nine nine-year-old yeah
0: right
2: and i've always wondered how the medical system works in australia because i know everything's opposite everything's
0: there. out of pocket you Hallie. know
2: when, when right. it's summer here it's winter there uh you know the toilets drain the opposite way down the toilet
0: um is that you know, true I, 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 oh yeah totally. yeah yeah
2: it, up is down, black is white, and I often wondered what happens if you call nine one one in Australia.
0: That's the strange thing; is it takes a very long time to get there because we've essentially defunded it. Uh, but the good thing is that you know if it's a major medical expense, it is going to be uh, completely covered by the government if you survive until the nine one one gets there. Of course, you know for us it's one one nine, and then if it's a minor uh, medical thing, uh, it's going to be completely out of pocket, and um, you know you can you can you can, walk into, you could walk into a shoe store, you know, and get a wart removed, and that's going to be, you know, on, on the government, because we've got small clinics set up everywhere to cover the small stuff. Um, so it's an interesting system.
2: And there, does the insurance just give you a bunch of money up front real easily, and then you figure it out later, or what, how does that go?
0: Well, there's no insurance really uh, in, in Australia, it's, uh, what we have is, it, it's everybody in the country pays into what's called the medical lottery, oh. and it's a big pot of money, and and every year you get a number. And if your number hits, hey, you get a chunk of that money and it's pretty great. But of course, this you know statistically, it's pretty hard to get.
2: Well, I don't want to get too much into Australia stuff, but I have I wondered before, if you have a whole uh, country, an island of folks who are prisoners, essentially, mm-hmm. then what is your prison system like? Is that where people go to be good and upright, well-behaved people, uh, protecting themselves from all the prisoners outside the w-
0: well, the patients are running the asylum, alley. That's all uh, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh-huh. You know what I would say uh, also, tr- uh, Trevor, is I just want to catch the vibe of what's going on in, in, in this bar. Uh, so you oh. come into our food court <laughs> and you've built, you know, the, it looks like you've built yeah. the so uh, cool. the artifice of an old kind of Irish pub. Yeah. You know, it looks like a set and you mm-hmm. walk in. Brass and then, railings. Uh, and it's so great. It's like a house inside our house of worship. and you. Come come in to be of good cheers and it is just i mean it feels like you're in it in a a cool pub
3: oh thank you so much for noticing yeah for anyone who hasn't been by we're we're situated right across from the chinese food place and uh you can't miss us because it really we've got nice polished mahogany bar the brass railings like you said you know we've got a a couple tvs put up there that you know if you want to Catch a rerun of one of Pastor Steve's great sermons is up there, or like some one of the concerts from the Christian r- bands we have coming through. Really, really fun. And then what's really great if you come by on a Thursday night, we do Christian karaoke. It's awesome. Great. Yeah, it's really fun. We <laughs> sing songs from bands like, you know, Christian rock bands like Reliant K, Toby Mac, Skillet. Oh, yeah, the best. Even you know if I I have a band you probably know already. Uh, some of our songs are in there, so it's pretty fun. It's pretty great, amazing. Yeah,
2: your band is good. I have heard oh. you doing uh, open mic nights here around in the atrium and oh,
0: Promise of Peter. Is yeah, that
3: that's yeah. right. Yeah, Promise of Peter. I, I keep. I'm so glad you said that. I keep. I keep uh, trying to get Pastor Steve to let us play the main service, and uh, he uh, he just keeps saying that it, he's already he's pre booked out. But you know, I, ho- I hope. Hopefully- well, don't give up. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Don't don't give up because I'll tell you what Christian karaoke has. Uh, I think it's going to get us through this long, uh, dark winter, to be honest with you, Trevor. I was in there singing some Rebecca St. James last Thursday. And if I might just give a shout out to Trevor's mocktail skills. I went in there with a couple of gals from my book club, introduced them all to Trevor. And he started hooking us up with these pitchers of... Well, I don't know what it was, but it was tasty. It was tangy. It was kind of sweet. It had salt around the rim. We had these fancy cold glasses that were steaming. What was that again, Trevor? It was awesome.
3: That's right. That's right. You all got pictures of our Mary Marg the line which is of course Yes,
2: our, oh, the Mary Mark, it was so good.
3: That's right. It's, it's was our take so on good. the Margarita. I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah.
2: And I feel like it's a comment on femininity as well cuz you got the sweet and the savory in there. And let's be honest, I can have a salty side as well as a sweet side. So I feel like you really you really know your clientele. That
0: is right. Tell us a little bit more about the menu at this Christian Dry Bar. What kind of uh, cocktails can we expect?
3: So it's really important to me gray that as i was coming up with this menu not only do all the drinks taste amazing but they also are god honoring in their names you know awesome. i want to awesome. bring people through these extremely sugary beverages i want them to mm. you know remember why we're here um yes. so we've got some really fun ones on here we've got um the son of manhattan that was good to play out of manhattan i've
0: mm-hmm. had yeah. of Manhattan. it's yeah. good it's really yeah. good. i mean i've of the place you know sick
3: yeah. yeah, it's a good yeah. news Well, this is a, yeah, a kind of an upgrade from that, I think. Uh, we've got no sin and tonic, sin and which oh, is, of course, a play out of gin and so tonic, right? But, of course, no gin. Yeah, very mm-hmm.
2: wintry taste. I like that one.
3: It does, yeah. It's got a little bit of juniper in it. Juniper. juniper.
2: Wow. Is it okay mm-hmm. for us to consume junipers? I
3: think... I think so.
2: Wow. I would think that's one of those toxic berries out in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, how you can't eat certain mushrooms and whatnot.
3: Well, you have to prepare it with a certain amount of craft. Oh. You know, I wouldn't recommend if you're listening to this and you just want to throw some junipers in your drink, I wouldn't recommend that. But uh-huh. I feel pretty confident that we're doing it right okay cool oh because
0: it's jewish Mm
3: -hmm.
2: oh i just thought because it's a wintry burying bush and you don't eat holly berries i mean you you can look at holly berry she's a beautiful gal won an oscar but you can't eat a holly berry got it
3: yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense what else you got I really like this one's fun. It's called Sex on a Beach, but it's not what you're thinking. It's Uh-oh. sex, S-E-C-T-S.
2: That is oh. a, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I
3: love yes. that. Yeah. I love Finally, that we can have
2: sex yeah. on a
3: beach. That Finally, is so... <laughs> oh, that,
0: that is so that, it, it's about time, isn't it?
3: One of my favorites that I actually start every day with, I call the Lazarus, because it'll, it'll raise you from the dead. <gasps> and what that is, that's just four shots of espresso mixed, blended with a grape rock star topped with some whipped cream. Awesome. And it will... It'll wake you right up. Ooh, oh, that's
0: amazing. I mean, it's like a monster energy drink is something in a in, in a in a martini glass
3: Yeah, Yeah. well, I don't use monster energy drinks because I'm sure you are aware that their labeling is satanic So I don't use I don't use monster, oh, but I, really? it's a, I yep. do use yeah mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I've mm-hmm. seen that Isn't footage that such a bummer mm-hmm. that everything just has satanic labeling mm-hmm. these days mm-hmm.
3: Everything the devil does it's everywhere. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. except for Adidas and uh you know the one that I noticed that jumped out to me I liked Penance Cillin the Penance Cillin that seems like a delicious drink and reminding everybody that you know you know put it at the foot of the cross like you know I had to uh uh, that one time that I did get d- it drunk and, and even stronger than I am now.
2: And if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement, um, Trevor, you're educating people because I had one Martini Luther, uh, ended up having to talk to my kids uh, on the way home about Martin Luther, Martin Luther, mm, and right. what's the difference between Martin Luther and Martin Luther King Jr.? Um, turns out it's two different people, same name, but one has a little bit added on the end, and um, uh, I got to have this really, really great talk with with my kids um, about history, you know, and about not the 95 theses. I think it was in Germany, and, um, and I don't know if that's what started World War II or what, but uh, either way, gave the Americans an opportunity to be heroic and to make us all feel good about, you know, being God's chosen people. I mean, I know he originally chose... Well, yeah. but but I feel like it has transferred to us. We've kind of taken on the mantle. We're the adopted uh, child, I think, of God's preferred child.
3: The fa- adopted favorite child. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 That's right.
0: I also wanted to ask, though, Trevor, and I know we're going to get this because we have a lot of, you know, we have a lot of listeners that listen to this podcast that I believe is. Thank goodness. Uh, but we do have haters who just listen to the podcast because they're always looking to just jump on whatever Christians are doing. They're trying to copy it. Uh, they're mm. trying to uh, put or put it down. And what do you say to the critics who are going, hey, abba without alcohol is boring. It's not fun. The whole point of going to a bar is to get a little bit loose and drop your inhibitions and to uh, have fun, have a few pops, as they say in Australia, uh, be sociable, meet people. But alcohol is kind of this unifying, you know, thing that we do. And uh, you know, a bar without alcohol is basically, you know, and some people have said this in the comments I've I've read on the on the Yelp reviews of of uh, be of good cheer. They've said it's basically. Like, it's a small world set inside a food court of a church with no alcohol, and it's bummer.
3: Yeah, I've seen those same reviews saying it's just a Jamba Juice with a wood countertop, you know, and it's just a—I've seen this, this, uh, I've seen all of that. And, uh, you know, you can't let that stuff get to you. You can't get it down. And to anyone, yeah. you know, who is trying to put me down, I would just say you got to come in and try it. You know, Jesus said, by their fruits, ye shall know them. You know, and we have so many fresh fruits at our bar. We've got we're doing making fresh apple juice. We're making fresh squeeze orange juice. We're using awesome. fresh lime and lemon. We've got wow. even the weird fruits. We've got pa- passion fruit, which is like really okay. slimy. I didn't know. We got star fruit. We got dragon fruit. We got cherries, strawberry, all the berries. We, we've got so many fruits. So I'm saying, you know, by their fruits you shall know them. Come in and give it give it a try.
0: You know, it really does sound like a jamba juice, doesn't it?
2: And I have to thank you for keeping us uh, keeping our. Under- the fruits and veggies in our diet, uh, Trev, I, I feel like you're really uh, keeping us healthy. Honestly, he gave me a Bloody Mary, Mother of God, the other day. It had a cucumber, it had a celery stick in it, it had olive, olives, it had green olives, black olives. I said, is this a salad bar or a drink? That's and right. I mean, I felt fantastic, right? I got my fiber and all that.
3: You know, our bodies are temples and we got to take care of them, you know, and the Bible's really clear about what we should not put in our bodies yep. it, you know, yep. do not put alcohol in your bodies. Yep. You know, thank goodness. It doesn't say anything about sugar because some of these, some of that sex on the beach is just pure sugar basically, but it's, <laughs> right. it's not in there. So,
2: or pork. Cause I love bacon. The thing about people, uh, criticizing you, Trev and saying that, uh, Uh, Dry bar is boring and whatnot And it's going to prohibit them from being able to You know, knock somebody out and drag them to their car I think um, I think you're ahead of the game, honestly Because what my kids are telling me in the same way Kids aren't watching TV, they're watching YouTube Well, same thing The way we as teenagers were trying to drink Steal things out of the old lady's liquor cabinet Kids aren't into that anymore They're not doing the booze thing We've been pumping them up with pills Since they were in the second grade And they're on the pill track I mean, my kids tell me Like, they're not really smoking or drinking anything at these parties these illicit you know teen gatherings they're all popping pills so really?
0: isn't it so scary
2: so bars are gonna go out anyway when the new generation isn't isn't drinking so so you know if, if that gives you any kind of word basket of encouragement hang in there because I think you're ahead of the curve and I also wanted to mention to our listeners out there Trevor is also a very eligible bachelor just like oh, gray really? here well, and and he is a catch and I think he's A smart one's going to catch him. I think he's a ride, and a smart one's going to ride him. Because I'll tell you what, Trevor, I mean, not only did you play some minor league ball, uh, you were a pitcher for the, uh, you know, Gary Railcats up there in Gary, Indiana, but also, if I might point out, you got some chemistry with. the, with the gal you got there, um, slinging some of these mocktails, Shelly Longmire is, uh, is a hoot and a holler.
3: Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, we have a, a kind of a complicated uh, history. Uh, um, oh, is that right? Yeah. So, uh, but she is my business partner. You know, she does. Okay. Oh, cool. She, you know, the the little coconut Christ carvings where he's walking on top of the dark and stormy. She actually, that was her idea.
0: Part of the reason I even go into Be of Good Cheers is just to kind of watch the the witty repartee between the two of you.
3: That's right, yeah. She keeps saying funny things like, don't come within six feet of me and like... Stop writing notes and, like, passing them past the pe- plexiglass and stuff. She's really funny. He is really good. Yeah.
0: You know, I, and, and the, who is the older gentleman? There is kind of a sad older gentleman uh, that is, uh, sits at the end of the bar that everyone sort of cheers when he comes in.
3: Yeah, I think you're talking about uh, Mo.
0: Because they come, I mean, he comes in and everyone's like, Mo.
3: Yeah. So he, he tries to, you know he's always asking for extra garnishes, you know, I think that's his dinner, you Mm -hmm. know, he's always asking for free, you know, maraschino cherries with his water, Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, we want to be a safe haven uh, for everyone and even, you know, the lowliest among us, you know, I kind of, I like to think of Mo as like a modern day leper, you know, he's like a modern day leper.
0: Oh, and Jesus a, loves a lot. And as a bartender, you're probably getting to hear all those, you know, stories, really, and people's pain, and they, they need someone to talk to, and sometimes they don't feel comfortable, to, you know, going to Steve or to me as somebody that they can trust with those things. They want to go to someone across a bar. isn't that Right.
3: That's right yeah but uh, bartenders they're they're also kind of psychologists and psychiatrists I don't know what the difference between the psychologist and the psychiatrist is but basically I don't think there you is open one. up are they the same thing that sounds right yeah, yeah, I think I they're think the same so. thing
2: it's and yeah both it's like if you say astrologer or astronomer it's the same thing
3: right yeah th- okay that's right thank yeah. you yeah cosmologist yeah, that's right. cosmetologist
2: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's like mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm, variations mm-hmm. on the
3: same word yeah all that to say that yeah it's pretty common you know I know a lot of people's secrets and I, I do I have a joke I like to say oh. you know just. Just like doctor-patient confidentiality, or or you know, pastor and member confidentiality. Yep. When you, if you're telling your secrets to me, you've got a bartender guest confidentiality. Your secrets safe with me for sure.
2: Wow, do bartenders take like a Hippocratic oath?
3: We have our own oath. It's awesome. uh, it's not Hippocratic, but we do have a bartender's oath that we take. Yeah, oh,
0: that's cool. great. I'd love to hear it.
3: Well, you're going to have to be a bartender. then.
0: Oh, is it secret? Oh, it's,
2: secret.
3: it's a secret. Yeah, I could tell you, but uh, the. Bartenders Alliance would come after me, especially if we were on a public place like this where everyone could hear it.
2: It makes sense that the bartender thing is is a, a secret creed because it's the same with the doctors. They'll never let us know what's in that Hippocratic Oath. Why? Because then we know the ways in which they're being hypocrites. I do have one question before we let you go, Trev, is what happens in between a cherry being picked in nature and it becoming a maraschino cherry? If you look, there's it's unrecognizable. A cherry is big, plump, and so dark it's almost black. Then you pull out a maraschino cherry, and I'm not complaining. I love them. I think they're delicious, and I'll eat them by the jar. But what happens there? Is it a transformation, kind of like what happens as we become more Christ-like? Is this a real God-honoring example of a fruit? Or a berry? I don't even That's know what ex- it is.
3: That's exactly right. I like to think of more more of a conversion because ah. it starts kind of dark and there's a hard pit in there. And then it goes through this process that can... Sometimes it can be a, a tricky, tough process. The journey that we all go on in our conversion stories can be yeah. challenging. you know. But this maraschino cherry, it gets bleached, and then it gets dyed red. And basically everything that it used to be is, is in, left in the past. Yes. So like that bleaching process can awesome. be like a baptism, awesome. right? Awesome. And then it's mm, soaked in just obscene amounts of sugar oh, and syrup no, for the rest nice. of its days. And it's sweet and bright until, you know, it gets stabbed and, and dropped in the bottom of a Manhattan. Yeah, Washed these in things the will survive
2: an apocalypse. After God uh, raptures all of us, these maraschino cherries will last through the whole uh, trials and tribulations. Hey, right. are you are these for us that you're putting, are these shot glasses? What is this?
3: That's right. Speaking of maraschino cherries, Grain and Hallie, if it's okay <gasps> before we go, I want to cheers you with a, awesome. with a shot that I invented. It's called the Holy Trinity <gasps> shot. Oh, so it's a layered shot. It's going to have three layers. Awesome. This makes a great object lesson, too, because people are are always like there's how can God and Christ and the Holy Ghost be three the same if they're three separate? Well this oh. drink has three ingredients but it's one drink.
0: Uh-huh. I love that. Awesome. Isn't that fun? Just shoot it back?
3: That's right. Oh
0: yeah oh, that's really nice. Wow. Well I guess it's as clearing we me out as we say uh cheers, right? Uh, <laughs> cheers. Yeah I, 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 be of, be of, be good of good, good cheers.
2: cheers. Down the hat. Do we just consume the flame like this? Okay. <laughs> uh.
3: Isn't that nice?
0: I think I got some Brummy shine.
2: Trevor Fox was played by the absolutely lovely Travis Cox. Oh, I really do love him so much. Check out his incredible, creative, awesome podcast, Storm Chaser Podcast, and also follow him at Travis L Cox. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free, card support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.